All right, I am recording. I too am doing the same thing as you, Rabbit. It's time to go. It's time to get our going on. Get to the chopper. Now. That was pretty good. I've been working on it. Sounds like it. Talk. Hello. Yeah, I hear you now. Okay, it's probably just the internet. I have to push it in, like... The headphones? Yeah, like I... Twist the thing. Twist what thing? Just jiggle the headphone jack. Alright, talk. Hello. Talk. Just keep talking. Hello, 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 hello. I cannot wait to beat you in Smash later. Uh, that's not gonna happen. It is. You can't be Kirby. Well, then I'm not playing. Then I win. That's not how that works, dude. That's totally not how that works. Royale, the Clash Royale podcast for casual players. I'm Rob. And I'm Joe. And this week, we discuss all things Clash Royale and a big announcement about the podcast. Bada bada. Boom. Boom. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, CLNSmedia.com, or wherever you get your podcasts, we hope you enjoy the show. Episode 87, baby, let's go. We're back, man, and we have some news. Some may say the mother, the father, the parents of all news to talk about this week. Are you nervous? I am a little nervous. I'm a little freaked out right now. I don't really know how to start. I don't know how we're going to talk about it. And I also don't know how we're going to finish it. But we're going to do it together. That is the one thing we are currently (laughs) sure about. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only thing that we're sure about. Um, So if you're playing a match, we recommend that you pause the podcast until the match is over because we do not want to be responsible for any losses that you may receive. I like the little disclaimer there. Pretty good, I thought. I thought that was fantastic. That's like now nobody can sue us for like making them lose a game. For anything. We can't be emotionally sued. We can't be sued for money. We can't be sued for Starburst, for little gnomes, right? Those are all things that we've talked about on this show. Donuts. Can't be sued for donuts. Oh, well, don't bring me back to donuts, dude. No. So. You want to know what that feels like? (laughs) (laughs) I can't. Do I want to know? No, you don't want to know. No, I don't want to know. So, all joking aside, there is something that Joe and I would like to talk about. Keep in mind that this is probably one of the harder things that we've ever had to speak about. So, I'm going to let Joe take the reins here because he's usually better at talking about some of this stuff than I am. Thanks, Rob. Well, I mean, if there's one thing you're good at, it's running your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it, I guess. Yeah. So, Rob and I typically don't really talk about serious topics all that much on the podcast, right? Typically, we're all, all fun and games, but as Rob mentioned, this one's a bit more serious of a topic just because this is near and dear to our heart, and this podcast and this thing that we do is something that we are extremely passionate about. Um, I think, you know, for our listeners, for the folks in the community, people see our show as, you know, a bi-weekly podcast that they get for, you know, anywhere from, I guess, around an hour or so, hour and 20 minutes sometimes, you know, hour 15, right around that area. Mm-hmm. 
of just time where they can kind of commute to work or just be doing something and not have to think a lot and just kind of listen to some fun talking about some game that we all kind of love, right? And have two friends just kind of shouting in their ear, boom, every 15 minutes. If you get a couple of booms, what's there to lose, right? Exactly. And, and honestly, when we first started the podcast, that's what this whole thing was about. The podcast was a venue for Rob and I to, A, talk to each other especially while I was kind of getting ready to move down to North Carolina. Right. Um, and we were no longer going to be seeing each other every day and talking to each other every day, but also just as a place where we can kind of build a community of people that love the game, that wanted to just grow and play together and be friends and hang out and have a good time. And honestly, like we've been extremely humbled by how everything has turned out. I, I think I can say on behalf of both of us, Rob, that we never ever in a million years would have thought a that we would have started a podcast Mm -hmm. and b that it would have even become a fraction of what it is today we never thought we'd get any listeners past the two of us idiots yeah we might have even said that on the first show (laughs) yeah exactly exactly uh to be fair i didn't even know what a podcast was but (laughs) but we recorded one (laughs) we did record one but 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 all that aside you know that was our vision. That was our goal. That was our intent. And, and somehow, some way, it happened beyond what we even wanted, beyond what we ever dreamed, beyond what we ever could have hoped for, right? And right. we are forever grateful for that and extremely humbled by how it's all turned out. To the point, dude, where we were able to talk to the people from Supercell. They recognized the podcast as a family-friendly place where people can just kind of go and have fun, right? Listen, yeah. to, listen to some people talk about a game that we all love. And with all that being said, I know in, you know, in recent episodes, more and more, I guess, starting since about, I guess, December or January, right? Like we have started to kind of let people know that we've been feeling a little bit of the, the strain, right? We, you know, either work has been kind of getting in the way or personal lives have been kind of getting in the way. We've skipped a couple of episodes. We've been planning vacations around the podcast. We've pushed episodes back, not mm-hmm. only canceling them, right? So there's a lot of things that have been kind of happening behind the scenes and Rob and I have honestly been having a lot of conversations about you know what's next right mm-hmm. and 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 what makes sense for us and you know the more we thought about the show the more we thought about the community the more we thought about the podcast the the harder it was to talk about it like that right right is that it's always so so difficult to to do or you know it takes up a lot of time or you know I can't record tonight because I have these personal things going on Mainly because we didn't want to dis- disappoint the community. Yeah. That's really the biggest thing. And, and, and that's why it's so hard to talk about even now. And, you know, to be honest, Rob, like a lot of people don't really know what we do behind the scenes. Right? No. Like nobody, nobody knows. Maybe our patrons know and maybe like five other people that are really close with what we do know exactly what happens behind the scenes. Right. And really we, you know, people probably have... A, a facade of what happens, right? People probably mm-hmm. think that what happens is we just sit down, record for, you know, an hour and 15 minutes once every two weeks and boom, we're done, move on. <laughs> right. And then there's um, an episode magically every other Sunday. Right. But th- there's a bit more to it, right? So maybe you can just share a little bit of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get into like too many details because I don't want to bring anybody down because there is a lot of work that goes into it. But really what it comes down to is the amount of time, the amount of effort and the amount of energy. And to be fair, we have a lot of stuff going on outside of Clash that we want to make sure that we can devote some time to personally. Like Joe, he's specifically trying to work on building a family right now. 
one day Joe's going to have a little baby boomer. One day. He'll be booming, baby. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying right now to work on a lot with my music, with my friends. And I know that you and I have talked about this multiple times, and I said this earlier. We literally plan vacations and trips and outings with friends and family around this show. And it's, it's getting harder and harder to do that and not have it impact our personal lives. Right. And I think the point is, right, we're not complaining about the fact that it is what it is because it is what it is because the people who have listened to this show have helped mm-hmm. create what it is. Right. And, and we have spent a ton of time, a ton of effort, and a ton of energy to, to get it to this point. And we honestly, I can, I truly believe like this is one of my proudest accomplishments. Oh, without a doubt. Right. Like something that I've never, ever even dreamed of doing and like it working out the way that it did. Not only that, not only working out the way that it did, but having a product that sounds the way that it sounds. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree, right? Like we pay attention so much to the quality of the product because we care that our listeners get something that they feel they should listen to, that they want to listen to, and that it's not just, you know, a random recording of two guys where you can't really hear them and it's kind of like, you know, where you could barely understand what they're saying. You could only go maybe go back to like the first episode where you <laughs> had trouble right. hearing me on my Apple headphones. Right. That's pretty fair. But but truthfully, like to kind of get to the point, right? It it gets to a point where Something that we are so proud of, that we love doing, has become what was once exciting thoughts Mm -hmm. to becoming a burden of thought. Yeah. And so, and, and Rob and I are being very blunt here, right? We just want to be transparent like we always are, and we just want people to know how we're feeling. And the thing is, is Rob and I love sitting down to record. Like, even though we're recording this episode right now, and it hasn't been like all joyful and bubbly and fun, and... I mean, this is, this is enjoyable to me. Like, I like sitting down recording an episode with you, whether I'm talking about something serious or funny or totally in between. Right. It just so happens that we like talking about Clash. So it also just so happened that it was kind of a good idea to turn it into a podcast. Right. But the problem is all the other stuff that kind of goes along with it. Yes. And that's the part of it that's kind of getting to us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would say, well, why don't you maybe record for less time? Or why don't you stop editing the show so much and just put out more of a raw show? Maybe just record like a live show and then plop it in. Or why don't you get someone else to help you edit the show? That way you don't have to spend, you know, eight hours doing it. Right. And we thought a lot about that, right, Rob? Like we've done things behind the scenes to make our shows take less time to record. So for example, they used to take four hours to record. Now they take about two hours to record, Mm -hmm. which is significantly less time. We've tried to streamline the recording process so that when Rob has to edit a show, it's not eight hours all the time. Maybe sometimes it's like six. <laughs> right, right. It's still a <laughs> five and a half. Still a lot. But it's still a pretty good amount of time. It is a good amount of time. And honestly, we don't want to give somebody else the ability to edit the show because then it's not our thing. Right. And it's not like we really want control over everything. The, the, the idea behind this is it's our creative project. It's our creative baby. We started this thing. So Joe and I really want to be the people that take it home. We don't want anybody to be the ones to do that. No, I totally agree, right? And I, I feel the exact same way. And we don't want to hand the podcast off to someone else. We don't want to give the administrative work to other people. What we want to do is be proud of what we have. 
Right. And never forget why we have it. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said, right, without sacrificing significant quality, drastically reducing the length of our episodes, or changing the current quote-unquote brand that we have, mm-hmm. we kept on landing in the same spot, meaning we still are feeling the same exact way that we currently feel and have been feeling. Right. I, I know it may seem like we're rambling, but... Again, this is one of the hardest things we've ever had to do, and I know I'm speaking for both Joe and I. Keeping everything in mind, what we just spoke about, we wanted to let everybody know, formally, if you didn't already kind of get what we were talking about up to this point, now you'll know, that after multiple, multiple conversations between the two of us, a lot of back and forth, tons of consideration for the actual community and all the people that follow us and play the game with us, and a handful of tears that we as a team, because it's a collective decision between Joe and I, have decided to officially end the show. Wow. Feel weird to say it? Felt, it felt weird to hear it. It felt weird to say it. I'm going to be honest. I didn't really feel good about saying it, but I ripped the Band-Aid right off. No, man, really. It is, it's, it's a hard thing to say out loud. Right? I mean, this is a hard thing to do. It's really difficult to, to sit here and, and, record, and record this show. Yep. You know, the, it, but at the same time, it's it's a bittersweet moment, right? Like it, the way I view it is, this thing has become routine. This thing has mm-hmm. just become something we've become so familiar with, so ingrained in, so committed to. It it just became part of the daily thought process, the daily activities, the daily everything. And honestly, like saying everything we said at the beginning of the show really just kind of shed some light on the, the background, the, right. the behind the scenes, the feels, the transparency. And, and, and when you look at it like that, right, it, it's not just like, oh, dude, we're ending a show. Oh, hey, man, we're ending a podcast that we record. To be honest, like, to me, it, fe- it feels more like we're saying goodbye to like a really close friend and not just one of them. Many close friends. Right? Like there are a ton of people within this community that we will still have in the community, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're not getting rid of the Discord, we're not getting rid of the clans, but that listen to this show and are a part of what we do. And really, the biggest thing is like, A, we don't want to disappoint them, but B, we hope they understand. Exactly. That's the best way to put it, really. And to be fair... I listen to a ton of podcasts and I've seen podcasts from indie podcasters and big name podcasters that just go off the air out of nowhere. They don't say goodbye. They don't say anything. They just end the show and never tell anybody what happened. Or some other podcasts that I've listened to right the end for the last episode. They'll do one episode. They don't tell anybody that it's coming. It just sort of shows up and it ends, you know, and that didn't really sit right with us either. We didn't want to do that. We want to make sure that we give it the ending that this podcast absolutely deserves. We want to go out in style. We want to have one real episode right now. And then what we're planning on doing is doing one more episode that we plan on releasing on July 14th. So that's technically the next scheduled episode after this episode comes out. And Joe and I, to be perfectly honest, when we normally record is generally on Tuesday night. Sometimes it changes, but we generally try to do it on Tuesday night prior to the episode coming out. So that would technically be July 9th. So the two dates that you need to keep in the back of your head are July 9th for the actual recording and July 14th for the actual release date. 
So what we're asking everybody to do, which we think would kind of be fun, because the last episode isn't going to really have a lot of Clash related stuff. It's not going to have like in-game stuff. It's more going to be a celebration of us, the show, the community. And what we really want is for people to email us and send us messages and tell us things that they like, give us feedback, and maybe ask us a couple of questions because we would love to bring back some sort of version of the feedback frenzy uh, so we can kind of answer as many questions as we possibly can because we're at the point in our lives, especially with this show, that we can do nothing but be open books. Yeah, and that's exactly what we want the last episode to be, right? Like, we, we didn't want to just release this episode and end it. We, we, we wanted to give people time to listen to this, let it kind of soak in. Um, we know it's a big deal. We do know it's a big deal. And, yep. you know, we, we do expect that some people are going to be upset with us. We, we mm-hmm. understand people are going to be upset in general. And we understand that people are going to totally understand and everything in between. Like, honestly, we, we, we truly get it. We didn't make the decision lightly and, and, and we're kind of bracing for impact, to be honest. But at the same time, we want to be able to have an episode that is the last show, which will be the next scheduled podcast, that we can just celebrate what we had. Yep. Where we can just be thankful for what we have, for who our friends became, for the people we've met, for the folks in the community who have just been so incredibly awesome. For Supercell, who has endorsed our show, for all of our guests who have given the, our you know, crazy insight that we would have never been able to give our listeners, right? all the way to the game itself, which has given us all a platform to be able to enjoy something together that we are all so passionate about. And that is what we want the last show to be. And we know it's going to be sad. We know it's going to be sad. Joe and I may even cry when we talk about some stuff. I got a little teary-eyed before we sat down to talk about this right now. But in the end, we want everyone to be happy that what we did with you guys and what you guys did with us is something that no one can ever take away from any of us. We made a podcast with you guys for three years and kicked butt while we did it. All of us, not just me and Joe, every single person that contributed to this show, every single person that listens to this show, that tells a friend about the show, that sponsored this show, that came on this show and talked about a bunch of other stuff for Clash, we all made this show into the Clash Royale podcast for casual players. And there's nothing more that we could be proud of. I couldn't have said it better, man. And, and, and that's why those two dates are so important, right? July 9th is the day that we record, but what we want is for people in the community, the folks that listen to us, to be a part of the end. Right. We, we want the people who made the show what it is to be the same people that help us bring it out. And we welcome two forms of communication. That way we don't have 500 forms of communication. Right. And those two forms of communication will be through email or Discord. So if you have a question for us, if you have a, a feedback statement for us, if, if you have anything that you'd like to say to Rob and I, it doesn't even have to be a question. It can just be a statement. We're going to compile them all together and we'll kind of, we kind of want to make a montage and, 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 and make that as like a celebratory episode. It can be a voice memo. It can be, you know, in an email. Yeah, totally. As always, our email is feedback at castroyalpodcast.com or you can go to our website at castroyalpodcast.com slash discord and you can you know join our discord community and just talk to us there you can literally send us a a direct message (laughs) um but again you can send us questions you can send us statements you can send us voice memos anything you want 
the goal is to put these all together, create a montage, put them, put them all into segments and, and have a show about it. And, and that'll help us celebrate what we have together in the community. And, that, and there is no better way that we can think of to bring this thing home. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, like we said, it's our creative baby. We, not to be funny, but it's kind of funny. We, we don't want to give it a Game of Thrones ending. We want to give it a Breaking Bad ending. We want to give it the ending that it deserves, the rightful ending. And what better way to do it than to celebrate you guys and the show and what we've done and where we've come from. Boom. Boom. So with that said, I know that was a lot. I'm sure a lot of people lost a lot of games while they were listening to that. Ah, I love you, man. I love everybody that listens to the show. And I'm, 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 now that we've talked about it and the, the cat's out of the bag, so to speak, I feel a lot better. Yeah, I feel like there's a huge weight lifted off my shoulders and honestly yeah. man like i feel like we just said it before but honestly like just saying it out loud not just to you or to my wife <laughs> or right you know to like our parents and our friends who we've talked to about it but, like talking to you out loud on the show <laughs> to the people that matter right it's exactly what we needed to to not feel so stressed out about something that we just love to do yeah and to not be so scared to disappoint anybody anymore, because now that's over with. People are going to be disappointed no matter what we do. So hopefully everybody that hears all of the ramblings that we just talked about, hopefully, despite the sad news, you do understand. And regardless, like we said, the clans are going to still be around for the foreseeable future. The Discord's going to still be around because that community is kicking butt right now. There's no reason to end it. You can always talk to us. You can always come in there and send us a message. Our Twitter account's not going anywhere. We may chime in to Clash Royale every once in a while when we can, but, you know, we're not going anywhere. Just the podcast is going somewhere. Oh, yeah, man. You ain't taking me out of the, the arena, dude. That ain't happening. No. You can take Clash out of Rob and Joe, but you can't take Rob and Joe out of Clash. No, that ain't going to happen. We are <laughs> still going to be hipping and hopping. We're going to be moving and grooving, high flying, and limousine riding, baby, let's go that's it so uh now that all the sappy and mushy stuff is out of the way let's get prepared for a real episode are you ready dude i don't know man i think i need like a thing a breather you need a beer or a beer or a beer uh how was your week in the arena dude tell me all about it let's get this one last week in the arena on top of all others well, if we're doing it that way, I, I, I picked a great week to do what I did. <laughs> did you? All right, good. I'm excited. Dude, I got a new PB. No, you didn't. I did. Oh, what is it? 6308. What? I made it to Grand Champion. Dude, congratulations. Thanks, man. I don't know how it happened, but wow. it happened, and I was super happy i was so nervous playing on the ladder I'm, I'm still using pompeo's papaya the balloon cycle deck but i don't know man i was legitimately moving and grooving on the ladder and it felt so right <laughs> you are the most um, impressive human being uh no i'm not <laughs> uh fyi that trophy count didn't even make it to like ranked on the global ladder so <laughs> wow that's crazy yeah but uh someone did point out to me i, I made it to you know above 6300 trophies and then someone pointed out to me that i was ranked locally on the local u.s leaderboard Ooh, very cool isn't that crazy i was like holy cow i can't believe it now you're really famous now i am super famous <laughs> oh my goodness 
You cannot stop the fame. You cannot. <laughs> what else? Anything else happened? Or you just skyrocket him with your trophies? Well, I mean, I am no longer playing ladder. I think that's a given. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, so I'm sitting now and I'm, I'm going to end the season on that trophy count. That is not going to change. Nice. And the only other thing that I've been working on, working hard on, mm. is the Inferno Dragon. I'm still trying to max that guy out. And I am currently 19 out of 20. Dude. Oh. I am one away from maxing out my Inferno Dragon. And if I get it, that will be my last card I need to have Pompeo's Papaya at fully max level. Do you have a trade token? No. <sighs> no. I had 18, and then I won the Mega Deck Challenge, and then I got the, I got one token from that. Oh, yeah. But then nice. I still need one more. Oh, okay. Well, it'll happen. You made it to 19 in a few short weeks. I, th- I think you'll get one soon. I did. I'm hoping, hoping hard. I'm crossing my fingers yeah. for, you know, war to give, me, to give me one. Speaking of war, how's your clan doing? Clan's doing good, man. We're at 9,873 trophies, man. Dude, nice. You're almost in the 10K club. We're keeping the good climb up. We're not, we're not quite where you guys are at, but, but we're, we're moving. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But that's my week, man. How's your week been? My week's actually been pretty good as well. I am nowhere near where you are, but I did hit my new personal best, brother. Yeah? What was it? 5764. Ooh. Master three. Boom. Yeah, dude. I'm so Congrats, excited. man. Dude, that blue potion looks amazing. It does look awesome. You're, but wait until you get wait until you get the next one. Man. I was gonna say your grand champion one is way cooler, but like, you know, the blue potion is pretty cool. Well, now you have the blue po- potion as one of the badges now. Do I? Yeah, I think so. If you go into your profile, you should have it. Like I just got the red logo, and you should have the, the blue potion now. I need to verify this piece of information right now. You're so right. Ding, 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 ding. Wow. I guess it does happen. It does. <laughs> so yeah, that's my trophy count. Um, I also finally got the first star point level for my rocket. What does it look like when you when it's just one? Is it is it just like when it hits the floor? It's re- it's um gold or no? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, it has gold fire and smoke oh. that comes out of the back of it. Okay, that's sick. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I if I can possibly throw it, even if it means nothing, even if I'm losing, if I can throw it at the end of a match, I do it. And what? How many upgrades are there? Two, three. Oh, three. The third one's the one where you get the goblin on it. Exactly. The third's yeah, the goblin. That's He's like the, kamikaze that's in that the thing. That's the winner, dude. All the way to the grid. That's my goal. I want to get that one. I've been thinking about whether I should... I have like 85,000 points saved up because I've never upgraded one. 85,000? Yeah, I'm strongly considering... What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've, what are you doing? I'm strongly considering leveling up the balloon. Ooh, that's a good... That's a really good one when you max that one out. It looks sweet. Yeah, I really like that one. That's yeah. a good choice. I like that. Do it. But I, I, I don't think I have enough to max them all out, but I don't want to get just like the first level of all of them, you know? Like I'd rather like, you know, take the, a few that I like a lot and then just upgrade it. But the balloon's a pretty good one. I don't know why I haven't done it yet. Yeah, you should do that. Um, and then I also got a graveyard because, of course, I can't play this game without getting one legendary between episodes. Fact. Mm-hmm. And then last but absolutely not least... The clan. Are you ready for this? Ready. The clan is at 10,603 trophies. Dude, you guys just don't stop. No, because 10,000 wasn't enough. 
soon as they hit 10,000, they were like, guys, listen, we, we gotta, we, we're on a good, good trajectory, but we gotta go more like a rocket. Yeah, you guys are like sharks that smell blood in the water. Like, you, you smelt it. You know, once you hit 10K, you smelt it, and then you're just like, I want more. Yeah, they saw red. They were ready to go. And I can honestly say that I have not helped at all. I have had no time to play wars. So this is all them from like 8,500 to 10,600. So could not be more proud. And I hope that it continues to climb. One team, one dream, baby. That's the best saying for that particular moment. Boom. Boom. So since we had a pretty lengthy beginning and we don't want this episode to be four hours, we're going to go through some of the topics that have happened over the last couple of weeks. So we had a handful of challenges. I mentioned the graveyard draft challenge, which you do 12 wins. Throughout the course of those 12 wins, you get three graveyard cards, which is pretty cool. Also, princess draft challenge. This was pretty neat because you do 10 wins and you get a new princess emote. Love it. Dude, she's adorable. Like, blowing her little trumpet thing or her horn and the confetti comes out. How can you not smile when you see that? No, you just smile. You have to. That's the only way to react to that emote. Uh, Then we also had a global tourney, which I guess is kind of par for the course nowadays. I did not play it. Joe, did you? Uh, I did, and I used it. It that, That was the mini deck global tourney right yeah and yeah, yeah. i didn't have a great card so i played with a really random hog cycle deck and just did miserably so felt good oh yeah sounds like it felt good doesn't sound like you bitter at all not one bit rabbit <laughs> <laughs> uh and then last but certainly not least the mega deck challenge which was the most recent one and like you said earlier you made it all the way to the end which was nine wins and you got a legendary token i did Ask me how many games I won. How many? Zero. No. Yeah. You couldn't lose. I didn't play. Oh, okay. I mean, you could lose, <laughs> but like you couldn't like lose the challenge. They made yeah, it so yeah. it was uh, unlosable. No, I know. I, uh, I didn't play. Stuff was happening. Which, by the way, I thought was really cool. But I kind of wish that like with tournaments that they don't allow you to lose in, you know, like you can lose a game, but you can't like lose the tournament. Mm-hmm. I wish they would let you play more. Like... After you played it and you won, you weren't able to re-enter. And I thought that was really silly because like, I liked the Mega Deck Challenge. I thought it yeah. would have been a really cool thing to just be able to play, not get any rewards, not get any, you know, literally nothing. Like, I just wanted to be able to play the, the challenge. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think that's a good idea. And maybe that will be taken as feedback someday. Maybe. But that's it for all the challenges. But that's not it for all the news. And in typical podcasting style, by the time this comes out, I'm sure all the stuff that we're about to refer to is going to be announced in full. So without further ado, Supercell has been teasing what's been coming in the next update. And dude, they're calling out what looks like a new arena. King Towers seem to be getting a makeover because now they have a lot of blue on them. And we're also getting a new card that seems to have a new mechanic that may or may not involve a giant anchor. Captain Jack Sparrow, anybody? Why is the rum gone? But why is the rum gone? It's the question for the ages. Speaking of pirates, it seems like the new arena is going to be on a ship. It does seem like a ship. What we can't tell is if it's a ship that floats in water or if it's a ship that floats in the air. Well, yeah, that's true. I assume in water, but you never know, I guess. But how cool would it be if this new like anchor mechanic thing was like kind of like a trap in a way? Like, uh, like it snared the kind of like what the, you know, Ram Rider does, 
right? How it kind of snares you mm-hmm. or it just prevents you from moving a certain distance forward, right? Okay. Um, but isn't that kind of like the Ram Rider? Well, the Ram Rider just totally slows down the movement speed, but this might just prevent you from moving a specific number of tiles. Oh, oh, oh like I, I see what you're saying. It might be on a rope. Maybe you can only move five tiles. You know, I have no idea. But. Right. Do you want to hear my input for what I think it could be? Yes. I think it's going to hookshot you and pull you closer to that troop. Oh. That's what I think is going to happen. I think that oh. they're going to they're gonna make it so that it, it's like a rope or a chain that he or she flings out, and it's the anchor, and the anchor pulls that thing, that character in towards them, and then they do melee attacks. So it's not a spell. This is a troop that has this as a mechanic. That's what I think. Because oh. they did call out the fact that it's quote-unquote going to have a unique mechanic like the way that the Ram Rider has a unique mechanic. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's going to pull it in. That's a good thing. It's kind of like a hook, like a hook shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. It pulls you imagine you in. if you had that card that just hookshotted a Hog Rider that was coming towards the tower, and then it automatically pulls it towards the King Tower? That could be like another alternative to the Tornado, but a troop. But a troop. Wow. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I'm so excited now. And it like stuns it while it's pulling it in or something for like yeah, 0.5 seconds or something. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be really cool. The one thing that kind of uh, tickled my fancy, intrigued me a little bit, is their hashtag with all their tweets. Have you noticed that they all say hashtag Clash Royale Season 1? Oh, I saw it and it didn't seem like they were talking about CRL. Nope, it, they certainly weren't, I don't think. Um, I think it really ties to the king tower makeover that's happening it almost seems like the idea that you and i had discussed months ago about clash rail possibly adopting a Fortnite battle pass style model may be in the cards for clash very very soon and honestly i'm so excited if that's what's happening i'm in dude you sign me up i'm ready to go i will pay five to ten bucks get my battle pass get all my customizations battle all the way to get the things that i'm supposed to get because the thing that makes this game fun is not grinding the thing that makes this game fun is the emotes and the different star points and how you can customize a rocket to make it have gold flame shooting out the back of it like those are the types of things that make this game more entertaining and more fun so skins for maybe king towers that seems like a really appropriate change for a battle pass. Yeah, I mean, it's all just about customizability, right? The more you can customize something, the more people are going to want to pay for it and play it. So um, I'm in, dude. Again, five yeah. to ten bucks, whether it's a month or, you know, whatever it is, I would, I would be in. Oh, we're signed up. Our names are already on the list, man. Early. Yeah, we're early adopters. Yeah, I sent them a sent them strongly, sternly worded letter letting them know. <laughs> you let Rummy know. Oh, I let him know. I was like, I'm on. I'm in. <laughs> Don't you not let me on it. And he's like, guys, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Just pay the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's it for all the news and topics that we currently know of that have not been talked about up until this point. Bada bada boom. Boom. So, Joe, let's move on to our meta check. Meta check. And this week's meta check is brought to us by our friend, our boy, Sir Devin, Lord Christmas. And he comes to us with not only another meta check, but the final meta check of all time. Sad to say a little bit. 
It is the final meta check, but we're going out with a boom, dude. We are going out with a boom. We're going out in style. And Devin actually titles this one Meta Check Final Edition. Oh man, this is serious now. It is, and he says, although it sounds weird to say, all good things must come to an end. I hope this section has been informative yet fun and has helped shed some light on what appear to be trends for the best and worst cards in the game. But since this is MetaCheck Final Edition, Rob, Devin does have some final questions for us on the content we've covered over the last couple of years. Ooh. Similar to the MetaCheck trivia, we have to work as a team to answer the questions and see how we measure up on the MetaCheck chart. This is going to be ridiculous. So he has three sets of questions worth different points each. First are one point, second are two pointers, and the third set is three points each. So you ready? I think we're going to fall flat on our faces. I don't know, man. I have a good feeling about this. Do you? There's uh, a yeah. lot of questions There's here. There's three, three sets of three questions. So That's a lot. <laughs> three points, six points, nine points. And then he wraps it up with a grand finale question worth a total of up to six points. So, dude, we've got up to 24 points we can get. I know, and it almost sounds like we're going to get five. Right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't know that much. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So the first ones are going to be what he refers to as easy ones, but as we've learned throughout the years from Devin, that doesn't always mean easy. These are the one-pointers, though. So question number one is, what is the top defensive troop? Okay, this is not easy. Right! We have to guess this based on no knowledge of any of the numbers. What do you think the top defensive troop is? Troop. Right, it's not spell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's and it's key. not a building. Right. Right. Top defensive troop. Mm -hmm. I would go with the E-Wiz. Ooh, that's actually a really good guess. Hmm. Over the Ice Wizard? My second guess would have been the Ice Wizard, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, par for the course that we don't know what to pick. Now that you say it, though, I think it's going to be the Ice Wiz. What about Big Mama Pekka? She's not the top defensive troop. That's a good point. Like, she's used, but not as the top defensive troop. All right, I think we could go with E-Wiz. Okay. I feel like I see E-Wiz more than Ice Wizard. Let's find out. Let's see how wrong we were. Oh my gosh. Mm. That makes sense. That makes sense, actually. It's funny that he wrote no surprise here, and now I feel even more like an idiot. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, so the answer... That's okay. We're over one. Right. The answer is Mega Minion, which we should have gotten. So yeah, it was a surprise, Devin. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Right. Question number two. We're uh, on a roll here. What is the current top spell? Gotta be the snowball. You think it's the snowball? Gotta be. Not the fireball or the lightning? Nah. All right, snowball. Snowball it is. If we lose, this is all on you anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. Ready? Yep. Barbarian barrel. How do you feel now, Joey? I feel like a stupid boy. Oh, man. And he even said recent meta check dominator. Shows how much we pay attention or remember anything. Right. Right. So, all right, guys. 0 for 2. I hope you guys are scoring a lot better than we are. This is why we're ending the show, by the way. It's not because of all the other stuff that we mentioned. It's because we don't know what we're talking about half the time. That's fact. Right. So question number three is, what is the current top high damage spell? I mean, what do you consider a high damage spell? Like, would you consider, like, poisons? Like, is four cost a high damage spell? It is, right? Because, like, the, the, 
the low damage spells are like Earthquake, Snowball, Barbarian Barrel, right? Zap. Zap, right. Yeah. I would say anything that's three and lower is a low damage spell. Right, anything like arrows are low, right? Yeah. Four and higher would probably be considered high damage spells, although I think most people would consider high, high damage spells as like lightning and rocket, but I would include poison and fireball and and those guys. All right. So what do you got? What do you think? I think I see fireball more than any of them. My only other option would have been lightning, but I can't figure out in my head if lightning is used more than a fireball. I don't think so, but I do see it a lot. I think recently it's becoming more popular, but I still don't think it beats the fireball. I think we should go with the fireball. I agree. All right. Let's, uh, let's try this one. Maybe we'll Finally, yeah, we we'll get one right. Oh! Hey! hey! Don't worry, man. One out of three is good in baseball, so. It's true. Uh, and he writes, Fireball, an oldie, but a goodie. <laughs> Sounds like Marty McFly. It does. Mm-hmm. All right, so he says, let's crank up the heat. So, so far, we got one point, guys. One point. We are nowhere near 24. So, let's crank up the heat with these two pointers. Are you ready, Joe? Ready. True or False. Currently, two of the three top troops in the game fly. Wow. (laughs) Well, we did already learn that one of the top defensive troops is Mega Minion, so that's one of them. Well, not necessarily, because that's a defensive troop. It might not be the top troop. Oh. Like, Hog Rider might be higher than that. You are toying with words here, and it's, he it's toys throwing with me words. off. Every meta check, Rob. He does, he does, he does, he does toy with words every meta check. <laughs> hmm. So, so, so I would, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, people have been using the Baby Dragon, like, so much recently. Yeah, and, and the E-Dragon. Yeah, but I don't think that much. Like, I, I, like, people complain about the Baby Dragon's use rate, and I feel like... I honestly feel like the Royal Giant has to be one of them. Like, I would say Royal Giant is probably one of them. All right, so that's one out of the three. Baby Dragon is probably one of them. I still think Mega Minion is the other. What do we have to lose? Two points? Yeah. What do you want to do? True or false? Gut feeling. I'd say true. I would say true. You ready? But this is going to be wrong. We're going (laughs) to fail. We're failing. True! Hey, you hey! T- you got it! We got them! We got the right cards! Holy cow! Wow, guys, it's Mega Minion and Baby Dragon. Joe nailed that. You nailed it. I didn't think you were right. Oh, well, <laughs> Mega Minion. I was right on Mega Minion, but you nailed yeah. baby you nailed Baby Dragon. Yeah, well, I got thrown off because I thought it was just a defensive troops. So I thought he was playing with us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, the only way that this works is if we stick together. That is true. Alright. And we did it. <laughs> we did. So question number two for the two pointers. Other than the miner, what legendary has the highest usage in the current meta? This is really hard. This seems like the hardest question. I would say... Princess? We did just have a special princess-themed thing in the shop and the challenge. The princess is used in only one deck. Like, it has to be... It has to be a troop that is used in multiple decks. Ram Rider. Ramrider is used in a few. Lumberjack is used... Like, think about it, right? Night Witch is only used in Golem decks. Mm-hmm. Lumberjack can be used in, like, Bridge Spam Hogrider decks, Royal Giant decks, and Golem decks. What about Bandit? Usually good in P.E.K.K.A. defensive decks. Definitely in P.E.K.K.A. defensive decks. Like, those P.E.K.K.A., you know, that switch on to, like, uh, Bridge Spam, you know? 
Yeah. Also, also pairs really well with Mega Knight, but then that's two legendaries at the same time. Right. I I don't know, dude. I've this seems like a really weird guess, but I I think it's Lumberjack. It could be that. I was thinking Inferno Dragon. Inferno Dragon is a good one, but I think I don't think like how many meta decks is that in? Not many. Like meta, like most people don't play it. Right. I'll go with Lumberjack. I'm okay if we don't get the points. Can you think of a better one, though? Can you think of a better one? I mean, to be fair, I have been seeing Ram Rider a lot more. Yeah, so it might be one of those two, to be honest. So maybe we can say both and get one point. (laughs) That is not the rules, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I'll let you pick. Just pick your favorite. I don't care. I would have said Lumberjack, given your conviction. Well, all right. That way you can blame me when I get it wrong. Sure. That's the only way to play this game. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. It's Lumberjack! Whoa! Boom! Wow! Joe, you... I need to listen to you more often. Or don't. I mean, or it's don't. fine. But. Well, I mean, to be fair, you gave me two options. I picked the right one. You did? Mm-hmm. You did? Okay. I have a feeling this one's going to be the hardest out of all of the ones that we've had so far. Last question for the two-pointers. Rank. Always difficult. Rank these three spells in order of usage in the current meta zap giant snowball tornado do you have an order i think zap is the highest i think snowball's higher than zap do you yeah for sure i don't know i i believe it we also play on different servers we do so and so far though you've been right every time that you've given the full answer so don't don't do it off that (laughs) no that's not what you want to do no, no, no. I, I think it would be Giant Snowball Zap Tornado. Oh, I was going to say he put it in the right order already, which would be a tricky Devin thing to do. It would be. To be perfectly fair. I just really think Snowball is higher than Zap. I don't know why. Are we being dopey for not considering the Tornado to be the top one? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I just want to make sure that I got all my ducks in a row here. Yeah, I mean, hey, it won't be the first time we're wrong. So. Well, that's true. All right, we could go with uh, Giant Snowball, Zap, and then Tornado. That's what you think? All right, let's do yeah? it. Yeah? All right. You nailed it, dude. Yeah? Giant Snowball, Zap, Tornado, the cold, the stunned, and the dizzy. I like it. That is amazing. I just see on Twitter all the time and, like, like how many people, they're like, oh, what nerfs do we need? Snowball. Hey, what nerfs do we need? Snowball. What nerfs? Right. Snowball. <laughs> snowball. <laughs> what balance do you need? Snowball. Right. <laughs> that's a valid point. Uh, I, I, I believe that uh, Supercell should put this on a shirt. Just put a picture of the tornado, if they can, the snowball, and the zap, and just label them the cold, the stunned, the stunned and the dizzy. the dizzy. That's amazing. Yeah, that'd be good. That's so funny, actually. By the way, we just got all three of the two-pointers right. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is hilarious, because we didn't. We only got one of the one-pointers. Yeah, if we try it this way, we're doing. We're going to do real good, right? Yeah, we're doing really good. All right, so, all right, so he writes, No more messing around. These are for three each. Are you ready? Ready. Number one. What win condition has the highest usage rate in the current meta? It's got to be the Royal Giant. Got to be. It has to be, right? I, I think so. It's either that or the Hog Rider. I mean, yeah, I see a ton of hogs. I feel like we just talked about this. I know. I, I really believe that it's the Royal Giant. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. We're good with that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. It's the Royal Giant. Dude. Nailed that one. Let's go. I'm just happy that I could contribute to this discussion here. Thank you. Okay, question number two. True or false? 
Log currently has a higher usage than the Electro Wizard. What kind of question is that? It's a, well, first of all, it's not a question. It's true or false. But I get your point. What does that mean? <laughs> How is that possible? I think I'm going to say true. Right? Yeah, I think it's true. But is it? Now I don't know. Just because you said that again. Like, what decks are logs in? What decks aren't logs in? A lot. Like, if you have a snowball, you're not going to have a log. If How you do you know what I'm going to have? Barbarian barrel, you're you not going to have a log. How do you know what I'm going to have? Oh, Rob. <laughs> the log is played in log bait decks, ironically. Mm -hmm. And it's also played in expo decks. But like, it's not played in golem beatdown. It's not played in hog rider decks anymore. So what you're saying, if I can wrap this up real quick, is that the answer is false. I think it's false. Like, I think we're going to be shocked, but that it is false. That's what I honestly believe. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It's false! Let's go. And he writes, the log just keeps tumbling down. That's crazy, man. That's the sad. The was like, it used to be everything. I remember just like a year ago, it was the top card tied with Zap most of the time, if not always passing it. Yeah, it's just nuts. I love it, though. So the last one for the three-pointers, are you ready? Yeah. Name the current top buildings used in the meta. Well, how many of them? That's a good question. He does not say. I think he means building, right? It must be. Just like the number one building. All right, so we're going to go with that. Hopefully, it's the number one building, and hopefully we can cheat our way to getting three points now. Do you have a guess? Inferno Tower. It's either that or the Furnace. Yeah, that's true, actually, because it ties really well with the Royal Giant. And if the Royal Giant's being used, so is that card. Oh, man, I don't know now. It's one or the other, so. I th well, we have a 50-50 shot, so you pick this time. I'll pick the furnace. I think we're going to be shocked that it's yeah. the furnace, but I All think right. it's going to be the, the Let's furnace. Let's do it. Here we go. Oh my goodness, it is the furnace. And we were wrong, by the way, in terms of whether it would be a single building or multiple buildings. So to be fair, the question wasn't that clear. So the other card is the mortar. Unreal that it's the mortar. I couldn't believe that. A nice balance of offense and defense. So I'm taking those three points. Oh, we're going to... Yeah. Three points, check. Yeah, that's Next. it. Next. That's it, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then for the grand finale, these are worth two points each for a total of a max of six points. Right. There are three spells that have not appeared once in the meta check over the last three months. What are they? Wow. Graveyard. That's definitely one of them. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. Mirror. And the clone. And the clone. Let me let me, oh, let me wait, wait. double heal, right? Could be Who? heal. Heal. What about rage? Oh my gosh, yeah. Rage? Could also be was Earthquake in the meta check? Yeah, yeah, I think last the last meta check. I don't think heal was. Oh no, wait, didn't they like balance stuff with the heal a while ago? Yeah, but that's not What was it three months ago? Heal though? Hey, it doesn't matter. We don't need all three. We can get individual points here. Right, 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 right. Two each. So we already know it's definitely Graveyard. That's definitely one of them. Yeah, I would I would say that makes sense. Mirror? I honestly believe Mirror. Clone also makes sense. 
but I feel like clone is used more like over the last three months because two months ago was when that like um that really annoying maybe even three months ago was that really annoying like lava hound clone deck that's true but I just don't remember like talking about it a lot if at all but like when did you talk about heal <laughs> that's true too but we never talked about mirror no, 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 I agree. I think Graveyard and Mirror are slam dunks. Yeah, we now have to just figure out between Heal or clone. and Clone. I just do I cannot remember a meta that had a clone. That had a... I remember metas that have clones in them. I do not remember them with Heal. Let's go with Heal, then. What do we okay. got to lose? Just two yeah, points? Right? Maybe we'll yeah. get four, right? I think right. that's good. Okay. Okay. Should we tally up our points right now just to see where we are? Maybe it'll push us over the edge, make us change our mind? No, no, I think we're. I don't think we're changing. I think we're we're nailed down, dude. All right, so we're locked in. We are locked and loaded, baby. So, mirror, graveyard, heal. You ready? I'm I'm ready. We're doing this. It's happening right now, guys. Wow. What is it? First of all, we got two of them. Okay. Not the two that we expected, although one of them is correct, I guess. So, it is the mirror. Okay. Which we got. The heal, which we got, but it was the rage. Oh, you know, rage, I guess, I get it. I never, I I would have thought that we have mentioned it, but it makes sense that we didn't. <laughs> I did suggest it as an option. You did. We should have listened to you, Rob. I mean, don't, ever. Uh, <laughs> Any rights doesn't exactly spell meta, does it? All right, so we got four points, dude. We did. All right, so let's calculate what we're doing here. So two, four, uh, plus three, six, nine... 13 yo we're meta check masters we hit 20 points dude yeah and in his scale if you get 19 to 24 we are meta check masters dude we dude, did it it looked like we were getting two points when we first started this thing i know we did it though somehow we did it on the final meta check and meta check trivia we made it to meta check masters i guess that's the most appropriate but i really expect it to be in case anybody was wondering, the other fields were 0 to 7 Metacheck Misfit, 7 to 12 Metacheck Minion, which is kind of adorable, 13 to 18 Metacheck Monster, which could have been fun. Could have been fun, mm -hmm. but not as fun as the Metacheck Master. You can never get better than Master. Do not tell me what I can be better than, <laughs> Rabbit. I will pick you up and I will put you back down. You must. So, what else does Devin have to say, brother? First of all, I'd like to say that's that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was probably one of the more complicated trivias that we've ever had to do, and somehow we got a lot of them. Nailed it. Against all odds. So Devin says, there you guys have it. Hope you had fun with this segment. Below are some of the highlights of the data that we've gathered over the last couple of years. He also says he just wanted to let us know how much fun he's had doing this over the years with us and how much he's appreciated us letting him be a part of our creation. He says, keep playing and keep booming. With a lot of O's. <laughs> With a lot of O's. Honestly, yeah. man, like just reading that sentence was hard for me. Like I almost choked up reading that. It's hard not to. Let's talk about it in a second. Let's go through the four things and then we'll, we'll get choked up with Devin in a second. All right. So most improved, the baby dragon. Ooh, very cool. Most declined over the three years, the elixir pump. <sighs> Biggest comeback. The Royal Giant. Royal GG! And last but certainly not least, and I am so excited to see this, most consistent, the Balloon. Oof! Pompeo's Papaya, baby. That's Let's it, go. Dude. That's it. 
So uh, another meta check, the final meta check and meta check trivia in the books. Uh, it, it, like Joe was saying, you know, it's it's hard to talk about all this stuff. We know it's still bittersweet and still very sad for a lot of folks, especially us. But Devin was a, a, a guy that reached out to us a little under three years ago and was like, hey, I uh, have this cool idea for um, a segment on your show. And, you know, if you like it, you know, I'll just do it. I'll write it up. Maybe you can include it. Maybe people will like it. And we were like, heck yeah, let's do it. And literally the rest is history. So I would like to say personally, Joe, if you would like to add anything, we'll talk more about some stuff next episode, but from our hearts to yours, Devin, thank you so much for dedicating your time for free to help make this show what it is it absolutely would not be what it is today and end the way that it's ending without your meta checks. We get compliments and feedback and comments in general about this being a very big part of our show and people love it. And honestly, Joe, I, I mean, can you imagine a version of Cast Royale without a meta check? I don't think there's ever been an episode from when we started doing meta checks that we ever didn't include one unless maybe a guest was on the show that's a totally different thing yeah no i mean this show this show is what it is because of devin's contribution yeah and you know a lot of people personally it's easy to take for granted this segment you know rob like we don't put time into generating it right we just record the words off of the screen that he put together right and you know i can't imagine how long it takes for him to go through go into Clash Royale, look at the top 25 decks, put them all into an Excel spreadsheet, then analyze them over the course of a month or over the course of a few months, create meta check trivia questions, the dad jokes, I mean, the top cards used at any given elixir, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, just there has been so many different variations of this that have allowed it to just morph with the show and allowed it to be fresh, fun, and, and just keep us moving and grooving and, and honestly we are super thankful for everything Devin has done and honestly he's become like a not only a, a pseudo partner for the show right where we talk to him we let him know that hey we're recording this day instead of this day like he's been super flexible on getting us a meta check probably two days sooner than he planned on during um, his honeymoon during his honeymoon during his honeymoon that's a yep. pretty big deal we could not have asked for that but he did it for us that is true and for you guys and, and, and honestly, for that and so much more, I mean, he's a part of the Discord community. He's a part of Cast Royale 2. He's been in the clan since basically inception. And honestly, we now consider Devin a lifelong friend. And that's something that, Rob, you and I can't put a value on. And, and, and we are super, super appreciative for everything he's done. I can't wait in December to send Lloyd Christmas a Merry Christmas text message. That's going to be the highlight of my year. I agree. Right? And... Like I said, dude, there's something to be said for somebody just donating their time like that to help us two dopes make a show like this and have it turn into be one of like the biggest staples of the show and what it is today. So, And just a little insight on who Devin is as a person. I mean, he has offered all of his time on his own time. And Rob and I wanted to give him something back this past Christmas in the form of a gift card right, for iTunes so that he can buy more things on Clash Royale or whatever the heck he wanted, just as a thank you for all of the hard work and effort that he puts into our show. Yeah, he totally deserved it. We wish we could have done more, and but he, he deserved it. 
and he fought us <laughs> for like a week. Tooth and nail. Tooth, Tooth and, nail. and nail. Would not accept it. Like, would not I am accept not it. taking anything from you guys. That is not why I do this this meta check segment. I will not take anything from you. And Rob, <laughs> and, Rob and I are like trying to pry it out of him. Like, please let us let us thank you for just everything. And as Rob said, we wish we could do more, but we are just so appreciative. But just to give you guys like an, a little bit of insight on who Devin is as a person, like he did this truthfully on his own and it helped morph our show into what it is today and he never expected anything out of it and even when we tried to give him something he didn't even want it right and and that's just the kind of person Devin is and 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 not only are we forever grateful for that but we are just forever grateful to call him a friend oh yeah absolutely and you know next episode we uh there's obviously not necessarily going to be a meta check per se but we did let Devin know that this was going to happen and the next episode we are going to give him some time to just say whatever comes to mind. He's going to hopefully take us up on that offer and do a small write-up, maybe. And uh, we're looking forward to hearing what he has to say, because you can't have an episode without some sort of comment or a mention of Devin. It's not possible. Totally agree. So the mm. floor is open. We'll see what the open form leads to. But yeah, we're excited to hear it. Bada bada boom. Boom. All right, Joe. This would also not be a full episode without some chests. Chests. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. I have a crown and one big dog. I have a crown and one big dog. You're a liar. I am not. It says three. I didn't edit that. You're killing me. As per usual, and I guess it's only fitting, I must go first on the final episode. Little brother never leads, Rob, and even if I had more chests, I wouldn't tell you. Wow, Joe. You're such a good brother. I can't trust you as far as I can throw you. Definitionally speaking, Robert, <laughs> that is true. All right, so I have my crown chest. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, here we go. Crown chest. 1,131 gold. Two gems. Nice. Hello. 11 rascals. Ooh, 24 Tesla towers, but I'm full, so I got some gold instead. That's not bad. No, I can't complain. 28 barbarians. They're good, but I don't use them. <laughs> and last but not least, the greatest defensive card of all time, the Mega Minion. Twelve of them. The Sniper herself. That's it. Snipey McSniperstein. That's a good name. See? You would want to name a deck spotlight that, wouldn't you? I, I, I'm thinking about Swag Sauce McGillicuddy, but... <laughs> oh, man. You would. Only you. That was a pretty good chest. That was a pretty good chest. Let's see if your crown chest can match that. Okay, you ready? Ready. Here we go. 1,199 gold. Nice. Three gems. Uh-oh. Five earthquakes. Okay. Eight Valkyries. Nice. 61 Tesla Towers. And one witch. Ooh. I like the witch. Witch is annoying, dude. Witch? Both witches are annoying. More so the, the regular witch. I'd, I'd agree with that, but both are annoying. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for my one big dog, are you ready? I have a giant chest. Ooh. Here we go. 2,961 gold. Woof. Mm-hmm. Come on, really? 18 skeletons. Rip, Larry, rip. Ooh, one 
giant skeleton. That's what Larry became. That's what he, that's what he grew up into. 244 Royal GG. No. Yeah. What are the that's, chances of that? That's nuts. Yeah. And last but certainly not least, 66 Valkyrie. That's pretty good. That is a pretty good not chest. Not a bad chest minus the Larry thing, but... I agree. I'll forgive him because he's cute. Well, yeah. now when he turns to the giant skeleton. That's the only time he's not cute. Right. But I'm done. I, that's the last of my chest openings forever. All right, I'm up. You ready? I see your giant chest. Uh-oh. And I raise you a magical chest. Oh, nice. I'm excited. This is going to be good. You I ready? I feel it. I feel it. I'm ready. Let's do it. 1,504 gold. Nice. Still think you need to give more, Supercell, but whatever. Two Larrys. See, he's cute. <laughs> 26 <laughs> more Tesla Towers. Okay. 38 bombers. Hey, bomber got a mention again. Yes, he did. Seven earthquakes. All right, pretty good. 12 elixir pumps. Which is the most declined card of all time? <laughs> yeah, it's not, <laughs> so, not great, Rob. So great. <laughs> Four clones. Okay. And six princes. Ooh. That's a pretty good one. That is pretty good. Overall, a, not a bad chest, except for the, the pumps, I think. That was a not-so-tragical chest. That was a not-so-tragical chest. That was pretty good, dude. So I think in celebration, I think I'm going to open a fortune chest. Right now or on the next episode? On this episode. Right, right now. now. This is I'm happening. You just decided this right now. A 750-gem chest, and it's a fortune chest, containing at least two... Mm -hmm. Or more of these cards. Are you ready? I'm ready. 199 minions. Okay. 51 goblin cages. Eight poisons. Or, are you ready for this? Tell me it's an inferno dragon. One inferno dragon. So, I get two of them. So, I have the 50-50 shot. <laughs> That's pretty good. If I don't get it, I'll be very upset. <laughs> I, you, I, th I mean, what do you got to lose? 750 gems. Right. But I don't really use them that much anyway. How many do you have? 1,464. Wow, I have 1,435. Nice. Yeah, pretty good. How did you get so many? Did you buy them? No, I saved them. No, I'm you hoarder. didn't. You had, I'm a hoarder. You had none the other day. No, what are you talking about? Of course I had them. I thought you used all of them before. I've literally been saving gems for months. That's good. I know. <laughs> all right, so I think I'm going to do it. You ready? Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's your, it's your gems. I mean, it'd be so cool to get a Max Inferno Dragon on, like, the second last show. I mean, dude, it's the penultimate episode ever. Go big or go home. That's yeah, what I say. I'm doing it. Here we go. Let's Ready? do it. Yep. Fortune Chest Arena 13. Let's do it. Is this the first Fortune Chest you've ever bought? Ever. Okay. 1,800 gold. Ooh. Well, that was a given, but cool. <laughs> 199 minions. 51... Goblin cages. Ooh, pretty one good. One more card. This is it? So I guess this is either poisons or Inferno Dragon. You ready? Yeah. Eight poisons. Oh! So I literally got three of the four and not the Inferno Dragon. Not the one that you wanted. But that's okay. I'm happy I did it. I would have been upset not doing it. Okay, so in that same vein, I also have a fortune chest. Yeah? That has... The chance of two or more cards, 199 Rascals, 51 
dark goblins, eight hunters, or one log. Nice. Yeah, and that's still the card that I need to max out in my Mortar Mauler deck. You gonna so, do it? Uh, I mean, I have to practice what I preach, right? Go big or go home. I agree. I can't record that and then not do this, so right. now, now I have to do it. Do Are you it. I'm so excited. Fortune chest. Here we go. 1,800 gold. Ooh, I like the the pink glow around the screen when you're opening this up. This is fun. 199 rascals. Okay. 51 elixir collectors. Okay. And eight hunters. Oh, you didn't get the log? No. Dang it. They knew. They knew. They were like, oh, yeah? You guys are going to end your show? No legendary for you. None for you. None for you. That's all right. That was fun, though. That's the first one I've ever bought, and so I'm, I'm happy to do it. I'm so happy I did that. I've never done that before. We are no longer free to play. Nah. <laughs> it's all right. Not a big deal. But you know it is a big deal. New decks. Oh, I know it. So let's move on to our deck spotlight. Deck spotlight. And this deck is lovingly called Quake City. And it's a 2.8 average elixir cost deck that contains the Hog Rider, Archers, Skeletons, Ice Golem, Snowball, Barbarian Barrel, Inferno Tower, and the Earthquake. So Joe, for the final deck spotlight of all time, take me to Quake City. Yeah, man. So this deck is one that we've actually seen quite popularly in CRL. Ooh. And it's a very easy deck to use but has an extremely high skill cap. This deck is 2.8 elixir, so dude, it is fast. It is fast. This is like Mortar Mauler fast. It's faster than Mortar Mauler. It is, but that's the only fast deck that I know, that I play. The cycle ability of this deck is insane. The main push is just the Hog Rider. It's that simple. But the Hog Rider gets supplemented with whatever you need to, typically either your Snowball or your Barbarian Barrel, or your Earthquake. If your opponent's got a building, throw down the Quake. Right. If he's got small, annoying troops that are just difficult to get to, even minions that are just flying in the air around, or bats, throw down the Snowball. Slow everything down. You can push them back. Allow your Hog Rider to get a few extra seconds to get to that tower and just get one swing off. Because honestly, if you just get one or two swings on every push with that Hog Rider, chances are you're going to win that game. I was going to say, that's probably really all you need. You just have to keep cycling through to get that hog to hit a couple times each time. And that's exactly all you need to do. The crazy thing about this deck is the cycle ability. But you'd think that with such good cycle ability is that you'd lack defensive capabilities. But it's actually just the opposite. The Ice Golem is a fantastic defensive troop. It distracts so well, it is tanky, and it just takes so much of your opponent's time that guess what? It allows you to cycle back to whatever you need to. Meaning. You can use archers or your inferno tower or your snowball or whatever you need to defend with. And if it just so happens that you need to get back to that defensive troop, like for example, if you're facing a bunch of air troops and you need more archers down, well, just mm -hmm. cycle back to it. Right. <laughs> You've got play the archers, cycle with your ice golem, snowball, maybe barbarian barrel just to cycle one more thing mm -hmm. and your skeletons. And dude, you're right back to those archers again. And the crazy thing about that is if you can properly space them out and not bunch them together, 
four archers are actually quite difficult to destroy and makes it very hard for your opponent to not only build up an offensive push, but actually deal damage to your tower. Right. But don't forget, you have the Inferno Tower as well. So if you're fighting those heavy decks, right? Like those beatdown style decks, Golem, right. Big Mama Pekka, Giant decks. You've got Lava Hound Loon decks. You've got you know, the Raging Loon deck. Oh, yeah. Inferno Tower Snowball shuts that down. Wow. People underestimate how good the Inferno Tower is because it's so tanky. But when supplemented with the Snowball, it gets that much more value. Because you can push things back, anything that would deal damage to the actual tower, you can push them back with the snowball. And oh, by the way, slow them down, and oh, by the way, slow down their attack speed. So they have to kind of reset and slowly walk back to the tower and then attack it again. So it gives you basically an extra three free seconds for your Inferno Tower to deal damage. And the crazy thing is, the Inferno Tower only takes about four seconds to reach its max damage. (laughs) Right. By that time, whatever it's attacking is dead. That's a good point. But seriously, the best way to play this deck is to just play it as we talked about. Cycle City to Quake City, baby. That's it. And the crazy thing about the deck is that if your opponent has buildings, which most people do nowadays, right? They've, you're playing the Mortar, you're playing the Furnace, you're playing Inferno Tower, you're playing Tombstone, whatever it is bomb that you're tower, playing. Bomb Tower, Bomb Tower. You can even play the Bomb Tower, that's right. The Quake destroys that. You play a Hog Rider, and then if you can predict where the Inferno Tower is being placed, the Inferno Tower will not kill your hog rider and your hog rider will get at least two maybe even three swings off on the opponent's tower you supplement all of that with a snowball and you're almost guaranteed to get some really decent damage on the tower now keep in mind all of that is just cycling back to your hog rider right that's <laughs> right? a good point hog rider goes down that's four cost earthquake goes down that's three cost two costs for the snowball you've already played two cards you just need two more and you're back to the hog rider well guess what you've got an ice golem or archers and then you've got skeletons you're back and you're ready to go. <laughs> you're ready to go and you're ready to deal damage with another Hog Rider and another Earthquake, supplemented by another Snowball. So it is devastating to your opponent. If you can cycle this Quake City fast enough, you can truly take advantage of the fact that your opponent will not be able to keep up with that cycle and guaranteed you will catch him off if cycle and absolutely steal some damage with that Hog Rider. Right. Now, in late situations, right, in the late stages of the game, your opponent might be able to cycle back fast enough to get to your hog rider. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. Continue to try and deal damage with the hog rider. Continue to use it because if you're playing your offensive threats, your opponent is likely playing their defensive troops, not their offensive, right? Yeah. Do not forget to throw down the earthquake. That thing will deal almost 150 plus damage to your opponent's tower every single time you get a push. So if you can get that tower down to like 500 health, well, it only will take a few cycles whether your hog rider gets hits or not onto the tower in order to deal damage. And if you're also throwing the snowball onto the tower while hitting some troops, mm-hmm. well, then you're getting that snowball damage as well. So it's like built-in chip damage onto the tower, even in the late stages of the game if your hog isn't getting to the tower. At the end of the day, that's all you need to seal a deal with a victory. Right. Well, I think you nailed it. Thanks, man. So that's the deck. This deck is absolutely fantastic. Like I said, you'll start playing this deck and you're going to realize that you're like not very good on defense with such, (laughs) you know, cheap costing troops and that it's a very difficult deck to figure out because you have to be okay, well, where I have to place these things in order to get the best value of it, you know, really focus on once your Inferno Tower is down to distract the troops that your opponent's throwing down with like ice golems or skeletons or like I said, the snowball. But 
at the end of the day, if you can master this deck, spend 20 games and just master the deck, maybe even 40 games, this deck will not let you down. And it is absolutely a high skill cap deck that will take you to extremely high lengths on the ladder. Bada bada boom. Boom, dude. How'd it feel? Felt good, man. Finish the final deck spotlight of all time. Quake City, baby. That's it. That's one way to go out and probably the best way. Harada! Harada! It's the only way to do it, man. And that's it, dude. We did it. Episode 87 is in the books. In the books, man. And it still feels weird because it's still bittersweet. It is bittersweet, but honestly, the next episode, which is the last episode, is going to be a great show, and we are super excited to do it. Like Rob said, it's sad to do it, but at the same time, we are trying to look at it more as a celebration of what we've done and a celebration with what we have currently with everybody in the community that's been a part of it. Right. And just a quick reminder, if you have anything you want to say to us, we really want this show to be celebratory and an open forum where we're just celebrating with you guys and feedback and input from you guys that we can just kind of bring home the show with. So if you want to email us at feedback at castrialpodcast.com, you can send us notes, you can send us questions, you can send us voice recordings, whatever it is that you want to send. Same thing on Discord. Be sure to go to castrialpodcast.com slash Discord. Join the server. You can direct message Rob and I directly. And you can, again, whether it's a picture, or you want to have a statement, or you have any random question that you want us to answer on the show, or like I said, a voice memo, whatever it is. Your question can even be in the form of a voice note. <laughs> right. It totally you know? can. And it just might find its way onto the show. So, yeah. um, you know, that's what we want this to be. Be mindful of that if you do leave us a voice memo. Right. And that's what we want this show to be. We want to celebrate this show with you guys. And we want this to be a, a huge thank you and a huge celebration for what, what it's all been. Right. So, uh, again, another reminder, the next episode is not going to be in any way, shape, or form following the same format that we normally do. It's going to be all over the place. We're going to have direction, but it's going to have a lot of stuff that we don't normally do. So keep that in mind. And also, I just want to put in the disclaimer that we do not know how many of you are actually going to reach out. We expect quite a few, but we do want to say that we are going to try and include as much as we possibly can, but there is a chance that you could send us something and we may not include it. That does not mean that we didn't like it. That also does not mean that we didn't read it. We are going to look through every single thing that is sent to us because this really means a lot to us. Um, and we will try and include as much as humanly possible. But as we've said multiple times, we're only two guys. So we're trying our best and hopefully we get enough to have a full show out of it. Something tells me we will. That's the only way it's going to be as fun as we hope it's going to be. Boom. Mm-hmm. If you would like to join our continuing running clans, you can go to castrealpodcast.com slash discord, and you can join the discord, talk to us, but also know first when there's open spots in our clan. And if you'd like to reach out to us on Twitter, you can do so by using the handle at podcastroyale. And that's it, man. We are done. 87. Over and out. Over and out, rabbit. We have Uno Mas Numero 88. <laughs> and that will be absolutely amazing. I'm so excited. It's going to be so much fun. It is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So until next time for another hodgepodge of everything. Hodgepodge of everything. Boom. Boom.
Bye. Bye. <laughs>